Welcome back to Wrap Your Head Around This. I'm your host, JBS. And today, we're going to talk about our favorite and uh, really mysterious friend, uh, Senor Frank Ocean. Um, but before we talk about Frank Ocean, make sure to follow our, our podcast at anchor.fm slash ryehat and our social media at ryehat19 on both Instagram and Twitter. We produce, we produce, we post, uh, we basically just post stuff. Yeah, I have more written, but we just post stuff. So you can, you can see our stuff. And if you want to throw away your hard-earned money, you can support us at anchor.com, anchor.fm slash ryehat slash support. We already had one amazing supporter, which was super thoughtful. I didn't think actually anyone would support us like ever. So uh, to that one special supporter, you know who you are. Shout out to you. Um, and hopefully more people will want to support us, I guess. Um, but with me today, I have uh, my co-host, Gouda. A little background on Gouda. You know, she actually went to you know college uh, to study in Channel Orange. Um, she got her minor in nostalgia, and she majored in ultra. Um, I did this last time, so I guess it's kind of an old joke. But you can you can introduce yourself. Hello. Uh, looks like my my co-host didn't uh, didn't make it, so it's on me today. Hopefully, Gouda will come back. Uh, hopefully, I've not been abandoned. Yo, I am so sorry. <laughs> I don't know what happened. All I heard was with me here today. I have, and that was it. And I was like, wait, what? Oh my god. <laughs> i'm so sorry i don't know what's going on no 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 no. well i i basically i was just introducing you and then um you know it, it <laughs> went it nothing. went yeah it went straight like zero dark 30 uh but yeah so you want to i basically i want to introduce you so you can introduce okay. yourself okay um hey it's uh dj gouda what is up thanks for having me <laughs> <laughs> that was, that, you know that was short and sweet you know, um, yeah, I, I just, I'll let my... Uh... Maybe maybe we should do like an icebreaker. Oh, okay. 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 Um, uh, okay. If you could... Uh, um, okay. If you could eat one food while listening to Frank Ocean, what food would that be? Ooh, passion fruit. Easy. I don't know Whoa, why. <laughs> that was... You had that like right away. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it would be so refreshing. And I don't know. I, I'll, I like... I just feel passion fruit vibes from him. <laughs> mm, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. What about you? What's your um, fruit? I, I, I feel like I just, I like listen to like Futura Free and just be eating like a bowl of cornflakes with no milk. Ooh, that's a vibe too. I yeah. like that. And also like, I'm not even saying this, like I'm, I'm one of the rare people that likes cornflakes with, with like with no milk. Um, So like, yeah. you know, like I'm fine with that. But I feel like it just adds to the whole like, <laughs> like, I don't know. It's, I feel like it, it, would, it wouldn't be like 6 a.m. It'd be like 11 p.m. at night and I'm yeah. wearing my headphones and it's like, you know, I'm like that girl from Lo-Fi Beats except instead of studying, I'm like eating a bowl of cereal. <laughs> With no milk. With no milk. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, and like yeah. a plastic spoon. <laughs> Wait, like, I definitely <laughs> picture that. 
<laughs> also, I really thought that you said what fruit would you eat when you like oh. and so it was like, did he just defy his own rule? Like you set this boundary for me and then you said Just a across bowl it myself. Of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just just a pure a bowl bold. of dry cereal. I was like, what the heck? No, no, it can be any food. Yeah. Oh, any food. You can I'll, change your I'll answer stick. if you want. But no, yeah, I feel like passion fruit was passion good. Fruit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But a bowl of frosted flakes definitely oh. is also a vibe. Yeah. Oh man, frosted flakes are nice. Yeah, they're kind of trash, yeah. but they're good. Yeah. <laughs> you use a cereal. Yeah. Um well good question. I guess I know I guess we should talk about Frank Ocean because that's the name of this podcast. Uh but I guess yeah, we'll, 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 we'll go with a little, little bit of history, you know, with uh, with a little mm. bit of research I did right before the episode. Um, <laughs> but we have Frank Ocean, who uh, was actually, he's actually 10 years older than both me and you. Uh, he's an wow. older boy, yeah. He's an, so he's an 80s sure. boy, yeah. Um, but born in Long Beach, so he's a California boy. And But when he was young, he moved to New Orleans, and then he went to music there. Um, and I feel like it's really interesting. I feel like New Orleans has such a big like music, you know, scene. And there's, I feel like the music is really big in the cultures there. I don't know. I feel like, maybe, I feel like it maybe adds to like how you know interesting he is. Yeah, you can definitely see it in his inspiration. Like, yeah, and yeah, his yeah, music, yeah. just the West Coast meeting. Like, yeah, the very like unique New Orleans vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um. But he, yeah, he was in New Orleans. He went to college there, actually. Um, but then, like, the year he went to college, uh, Hurricane Katrina struck. So he had to go to a different college, um, which is kind of crazy. And I think, actually, later in his music, too, um, I think one of his songs, I think it's in Nostalgia Ultra, or maybe it's in Channel Orange. I think one of those. But he, he talks about, like, Hurricane Katrina um, and kind of the effect it has, like, on his family on, like, one of the songs. Um, but after that, it was kind of, like, his really early career, and he was... You know, he was doing. He was actually doing. Um, he was actually a songwriter. So he was he was writing songs for like Justin Bieber, uh, and John Legend and Brandy, which is like super random. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then after that, he actually joined Odd Future. Um, and you know, I think with uh, well, kind of at that time, he was sort of I think developing not just as a songwriter, but more of just an actual, uh, you know, like a more holistic artist. Uh, he released Nostalgia Ultra in 2011. Uh, and then he released Channel Orange in 2012. Um, it was really big. And then he kind of went into uh, mysterious boy mode where he <laughs> didn't really release any album until uh, Endless and Blonde in 2016. And I think a big part of Endless too, which we'll talk about later, is like, you know, he needed to get out of his contract with Def Jam. So that, you know, that whole album, that rollout was just really to get out of his contract, even though it was still a really, really good album. Um and then he released Blonde in 2016. Um, and then it was kind of like, I feel like he didn't really go straight AFK. You know, he was kind of like releasing some singles. Like he was on the Calvin Harris song, right? Uh, he's on Slide. Um, he was on like Astro World. Um, you know, he was on he was on Tyler's album, right? So he was kind of doing features and stuff here and there. Um, you know, he he may have he may or may not have supposed to have been at Flogna. We still don't know. Uh, he was supposed to be at Coachella until it got canceled. So a lot of places he was supposed to be, uh, <laughs> is kind of, kind of the theme. Um, yeah. So I don't know. So I guess, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll start with, you know, what, okay. We'll do a little bit of word association, right? So when I say Frank, what's the first word that comes to your mind? Um, 
Well, orange. <laughs> That's so Frank lame. Orange. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, Interesting. Yeah, I just I think his like bold like channel orange color always like sticks in my head. Like it's just like a really bold orange that I feel like yeah. no one has their album color <laughs> like. So <laughs> yeah, I guess I think orange. <laughs> what about you? I think uh, ocean. <laughs> ocean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can we cut this bit out? <laughs> um we'll see <laughs> um well yeah i guess here so i guess you know maybe goody you can talk about you know your experience with frank ocean how you got into him and you know maybe why you started liking him oh nice okay actually this is like the one question i didn't prepare for so i love it um, <laughs> <laughs> so i got into frank ocean i think it was my freshman year of college um and I think I, I started listening to Channel Orange first and then um, I went back to like, you know, Nostalgia Ultra. But uh, yeah, I think he really just struck a chord. I mean, I think Channel Orange is like a classic and it's like a timeless album. Um, so no matter like where you were in your life, like I, I think it's an interesting question to ask, like, you know, where were you when you first heard Channel Orange? Because it kind of reminds you of that time every time you like go back to it um yeah. it just seems like one of those albums you know it kind of like takes you back and you can like remember the first time you heard it just because of how impactful it is um but yeah i um yeah, it was my freshman year of college and i i feel like it was kind of like you know i think once you start like getting into like I mean, freshman year, it was like kind of a weird time. Like, I feel like no one really fit in or they were trying to and you were like awkward about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and so it was like, it was kind of like a nice album to like, I don't know, just listen to and, and you know, be alone with and then kind of like um, maybe even like simp about a little bit, you know. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's a really good album. And I, I think that's like kind of just what anchored me into Frank Ocean, like in general um yeah from then like I, I think I've always just really been eager about like anything he releases and um just because everything he touches is like gold in my opinion <laughs> so um yeah like I, I I don't really think he has a bad track I think he's just really like discovering new sounds for himself um yeah and that's kind of another reason why I really like him I think he's just really like not held down by boundaries um, and you can see that in his music, that he does really try to unique sounds and like unique themes. Um, and he discusses like really intense themes, which I, I think is is interesting to go into um, alongside a beautiful voice. So, yeah, that's kind of like the yeah, mini version of why I got so into him. But what about you, Rajol? What's your your origin story? You know, it's funny, like, I asked you this question, but then, like, I realized I don't really have an answer to the question that I asked. <laughs> um, I think, so, okay, I think Frank Ocean's was probably part of, I think, a time where I was just checking out just a lot of new artists. I guess, okay, new for me, I should say, not, like, new in general. New for me, where I was kind of just, like, you know, seeing everything really in that hip-hop and R&B world. Um so I want to say it was maybe it was definitely after Blonde came out. I remember um, because mm. I remember actually I remember uh, my friend Danny who had who was on the Drake episode of the podcast. Um, he was like, "Oh, dude, Frank Ocean came out with that album 
blonde. And I was like, oh, wait, I'm like, and that was me just getting into music. So I was like, oh, what? And he was like, this is a big deal because this guy like never drops an album. And I was like, oh, OK, like whatever. Um, but I feel like, you know, if you were a fan and then he dropped Blonde just to be at that moment would just be super crazy. Um, so I, I kind of wish I had also, you know, like you discovered him earlier, like maybe a freshman year again, right? Like 2015 um, yeah. so that I can kind of appreciate that release more. Um, but I think I, I felt like I, I think I listened to both Blonde and Channel Orange. I guess you know probably around the same time because it's checking out all his work. Um, and I think I liked a few songs from there. I mean, I think at the beginning I was just really into, you know, like Nights, obviously, and like Pink and White, like kind of just you know the more, uh, I guess the more upbeat, maybe look easier to listen to songs. Even though Night is not super upbeat, but. <laughs> um, and a, and a few stuff from uh, from Channel Orange too. Those upbeat, but I, I don't think I was very like sold into it. It was kind of like, oh yeah, here's a few songs I like, and then I was listening to him for a while, and then I kind of moved on. Um, but I really didn't get into him until um, a few weeks before we rec- were recording this podcast right now, where um, I was like, I want to talk about Frank Ocean, and you know, just re-listen to him all again. And I think that really made me appreciate it more. And what's what's funny actually is that all the songs that I had liked when I first listened to him were all the songs I liked or that I still like now. Um, and there's even some some songs that I didn't appreciate before that I appreciate much more now, uh, which is which is which I always like because I'm just like oh I I feel like I didn't like I feel like if I didn't go back then I'd miss out on all those great songs you know so right. I feel like I didn't it's almost like like music FOMO. <laughs> um, <laughs> music. FOMO. And 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 I think I uh, I think I appreciated. Uh, blonde a lot more too because i remember i went through it a few times and then uh we had we're having this debate with our friends with channel orange and blonde and then i was like oh i don't really have a strong opinion let me listen to blonde again and i was like oh, i think blonde is better i don't really know um which and you'll find out the real truth later in the episode <laughs> <laughs> um but i really listened to blonde i feel like i got a much bigger appreciation for blonde now i think it's just an album that takes a, a lot of listens um and i think you know where i am right now is just like frank ocean just has I, I kind of really like an artist that, you know, has like a few projects, like he has four projects total that are all really good. You know, like even the project that is my least favorite out of the four is still a good project. Like it's not a bad project by any means. So I really like, I really appreciate that. Like his, his work is so, you know, like he puts in, he he makes it really meticulous and like he really, you see that in like his production and in his, like in his singing and, and you know, all stylistic choices and his lyrics. Um, and all that. So uh, I feel like I definitely have a deeper appreciation for him, you know, after like really re-listening to him and, you know, you know, getting a feel for what the albums are about. Definitely. Yeah, I think. And that's like the beauty, I think, of the like both of these albums, like Blonde and Channel Orange. You gain you get so much more like when you re-listen and um, it's kind of like re- like listening to it for the first time. I feel like you, you see different things, but you also like appreciate what you already like heard before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so yeah that's really cool i'm glad that you you did this then yeah 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 yeah. that's like that's the great thing about doing these like you know artist stuff like for some of them like i'll know but i always like have to go back because i want to make sure i know what i'm talking about and then you know you 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 when you really really think about it you really get a good idea of like you know what i like and what i don't like and like why i like these things and why i like why i don't like these things right yeah no that's pretty cool i've i've really enjoyed the artist episode so keep them coming yes, yes. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so i guess you know i guess I, could, I guess we both kind of talked about this a little bit um but I, what do you think really makes frank ocean so you know 
iconic, right? I feel like he has this like icon status in the entire music world where, mm-hmm. and even though like, you know, I feel like he's not always in the limelight, but it's like when he, like when he enters in, you know, it's like, it's almost like people are like building, building, building all this anticipation because he like shows so little of himself. Yeah, exactly. No, I think you, you hit it exactly. I, I think a huge part of it is just like the mystery in Frank Ocean. Like, I feel like um, he, he comes at, he comes with a purpose. Like he speaks with a purpose. And I, I think that that's really cool because mm-hmm. we don't see like an overload of him and, and we don't really have like, like a lot of music to go off of. Um, and I, I think like he does that because he's not going to put something out that he's not like a hundred percent behind. Mm-hmm. Um, or he won't go somewhere that he doesn't like 100% want to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't see him often. I think that like that, like mystery really like intrigues people um, because we don't really have, I feel like there's like no other celebrity that I can think of that's like, um, you know, out as out of the limelight. I mean, there are a few like out there that are similar. Like I think um, a lot of people don't know like J. Cole's like personal life that much other than like, yeah. what he's wrapped about and they don't see him too much outside of like concerts and like you know Kendrick keeps his family pretty fi- private so mm-hmm. um but I, I do think Frank does it like with like a more like just a way more mysterious mysterious element um and like the most I've even like heard him speak is like through his tumblr you know yeah <laughs> like, who uses a tumblr yeah <laughs> like that's just so crazy yeah um, but yeah so there's the mystery but then, like, aside from all of that, like, I mean, he's a he's a fantastic artist. Like, I think um, he's one of the greats, definitely, in my mind. And um, his self-reflection is, like, intense. You know, he discusses, like, a lot of um, just, like, deep thoughts that he has about himself, about life, about innocence, like, death, sexuality. Like, it's a lot of different um, topics that he goes over. And, mm-hmm. and he, like he can lightly talk about them. Like he can talk about them in the sense of like crack rock, like talks about addiction. It's, it's pretty lighthearted, but also like pretty intense. Mm-hmm. Um, or he can get like really, you know, really in it where I think like blonde, like blonde is super emotional and super passionate. Mm-hmm. Um, and like sometimes not as lighthearted. So uh, yeah, I think, I think there are a lot of reasons that Frank Ocean has like made such an impact, but um, I just don't, I can't really think of another artist like him is, is my like honest answer. Um, yeah. He's really made that impact there. No, I think you're totally right. I think like it's, he, he's, it's not, it's like, he's, he's like the perfect mix of like both really good at what he does and really unique at what he does. Right. And I think that's what yeah. makes him an icon. I feel like a lot of artists maybe have like one or the other, you know, right. but I feel like the really, really great artists have both. Um, exactly, and, and I think I, f- I feel like one thing that's interesting about you know not really revealing a lot about yourself and staying mysterious is that you know I feel like people have to f- fill in all the gaps, right? And because mm-hmm. they're always filling in the gaps and always speculating, it's always kind of keeping them interested in what you do next. And any, any little move they do, they're always on top of it. So it's right. it's almost like you're you know like you're it's like you're creating hype by not creating hype <laughs> you know it's kind of it's, genius it, is, it actually is like super genius like I, I even you know to relate it back we were talking about kendrick with this right i saw on twitter where like some guy posted a video i think of kendrick you know doing this film shoot mm-hmm. and they were like oh man you know kendrick's doing this film shoot he's gonna drop an album soon and 
that was like two months ago and like nothing's happened <laughs> and we have we have literally like no updates like at all you know we just we're like going off past history like yeah he drops it maybe like every two years and now it's been like three years so <laughs> like now we just have no idea um and i feel like it's the same thing with with frank too you know like you any little yeah. any little like breadcrumb we can take uh you know we'll try to we'll try to we'll, yeah we'll try to figure out you know like what's he gonna do next? And especially going from Channel Orange to Blonde, it's like I feel like no one expected him to drop an album like that at all. So yeah. you know, given that history too, you just really have no idea what to expect whatsoever. Yeah, exactly. And and that's I think what really I mean it just genuinely excites me about him because like um, you know, well, who knows what direction he's going in? I mean, mm-hmm. I think he's exploring a lot of different avenues, like based on the singles that he's released since Blonde. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's like playing a lot more with like, you know, um, just like how sounds work with his voice and how yeah. like he can, you know, temper with that. And I think that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, he's just like he's unique and he has this, he has his own lane and um, and I, and I agree that like they definitely let this anticipation build like from album to album, like this mm-hmm. waiting period. But again, I don't think it's intentional. Like, I, no, I don't no, think, no. Yeah, I don't think Frank Ocean like genuinely wants people to be like, please release an album. I'm sure he's he seems quite annoyed by it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I feel like he's also I know he's kind of like a bit of a recluse too. Like, I feel like he just likes yeah. staying out of the limelight because that's just exactly. how he is as a person. So. Um, yeah which like, like a, this might be miserable for him <laughs> maybe yeah yeah and also but, he's like super meticulous you know i feel like he's yeah. like he spent like he spent all that time on on blonde because he wanted he needed to spend all that time on blonde it's not like he was done and he was just you know holding it in his computer for like two years exactly yeah he he really yeah he released it when he was done with it and i i mm-hmm. think like kendrick's the same kendrick takes a lot of time on an album and yeah like like you know i i would say like uh kanye used to honestly um sorry yeah. <laughs> but uh he used to be really careful and like really like precise with what was on his albums you know um and i i feel like you can just see like the just the quality like in his early albums um of that because you know you're so careful and you really want like anything you release to be like 100 percent you mm-hmm. um and I, I think frank ocean like has always like stood by that and i think that's why yeah. a record label for him was so restricting um yeah. because yeah. typically they have these album contracts and i don't I think that's just like not what he envisioned himself as an artist, you know. Yeah, um, it's very against like how his whole release style, you know. It's yeah, not, like it's not it's not like big albums or hit singles, and he's very you know. It, I mean, I, I always wonder with labels too because I know it's like yeah, you want to big, get big songs who are not in the trends, but I feel like they're also mm-hmm. I feel like they're also aware of like all right, there's a lot of music listeners who like you know like the more. um like more like low key stuff, you know. He has more like avant garde sort of stuff. So I wonder if they, I wonder if Def Jam is like, oh, we'll take Frank Ocean because he can like, you know, we like we can get money from those kind of people, right? Um, yeah. But then yeah. I have no idea, really. <laughs> I'm just kind of speculating. I think that they would, yeah, they would definitely want him on their label because it would, like, yeah, exactly diversify it. But I don't, I don't think it was easy to work with someone who like couldn't like routinely release an album or a single. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure like there was a lot of discourse about that because um, I don't know. It's so restricting too. like, I feel like at that point, like your music becomes like your, your job that you dread. And then mm-hmm. I, I'm sure that's like probably like you can feel passion in his music and you can feel that like 
Um, he has a lot to say. So I'm sure if he doesn't feel like he has anything to say, like he wouldn't want to release anything, you know? Right. Um, that's just not his style. I think other artists like are more okay with that, but um, I, you know, maybe they're also restricted by labels. So who knows? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. 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 <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I think, I think like, I'm I'm happy to see that he's gone independent. I am like kind of excited to see like what he does with it. Um, I I know it probably will take some time, but like patience is a virtue. <laughs> so I just gotta yes. remind myself every day yeah. <laughs> while I wait. Yeah, that's like a oh, man that the, the struggle of being a Frank Ocean fan. It's yes, it's, like it's very tough. I feel like that was it a big reason. Tough. I was like, man, like if I get if I get really into Frank Ocean, then like. I'll just be so sad that he's not. Gonna, so I have no, I have no idea when he's going to drop an album. So, um, yeah. I'm, I'm like, is it worth it? I don't know. Can I work it's it? Definitely worth it. I mean, you know, you try and find, <laughs> you try and find things that will fill the void. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. When I got really into Choker, because I think he's a fantastic artist too, and mm-hmm. he has like sort of a similar vibe to me as Frank Ocean. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, you try and find someone like that's true. Ju- as talented it'll never be like close enough i'm sorry <laughs> but, but you got to fill the void somehow you know true true yeah, yeah. that's why i got playboy cardi uh <laughs> exactly <laughs> um oh my God. so i guess do you want to do um the album rankings first or the song rankings first i think typically we've done albums and then songs um okay but what are you feeling i'm down to do albums that makes sense all right nice okay do you want me to go first yes what we'll do is we'll do like your your last my last your third my third and so on oh okay Okay. yeah so we'll go back and forth okay um okay nostalgia ultra then is my last um just because i think it's great um i do enjoy it and it's fun to have on the background (laughs) um but i think that like I mean, any, like, first, you know, I mean, it wasn't his first first, but, like, any, like, first go at something, I feel like some people are still trying to find his sound, and I liked what he was doing on that album, but I do think, like, I see a lot of what he was trying to do in that album and, like, doing it successfully in Blonde, or not Blonde, sorry, Channel Orange. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think, like, I was just, like, I think it shows his potential as, like, an incredible artist already, um and i do really like like you know quite a few songs on it and and this is when i think he was like playing with interludes a lot which i think he gets into more and yeah he does really great with those i love i love the sequence of um his interludes and like what he does with them in his album so mm-hmm. um i i appreciate this album for that but um yeah this will be my third <laughs> or, your, or your fourth oh yeah oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so my fourth is also Nostalgia Ultra and like literally everything that I was going to say, you sort of said, (laughs) um, I'm sorry. No, it's, it's good. It's good. (laughs) It's great. Um, no, I, I noticed that too, actually. I feel like, you know, it, like if you want to make, you know, here, here's the, here's the one-on-one to making a Frank Ocean album is you need to have like four interludes and then one track that's at least like (laughs) nine minutes long. Um, (laughs) And if you, if you have those, like you, you got, you got the recipe. Uh, That's so um, accurate. <laughs> but yeah. I, I, I mean, it's, I think it's interesting too. You know, I think the interludes, they add, I feel like they add a lot of, like, I, I think interludes are tricky cause you have to do them right. 
Um, and oh. I, so I feel like in Nostalgia Ultra, it's like, oh, they were kind of there. And I was like, yeah, it was kind of cool, but I don't think it like, uh, I don't think it elevated the album. Like they're just sort of there. Like I didn't mind them there. I was kind of, you know, pretty neutral on them. Um, but I think he like made them, I think they really elevated the album a lot more on like Channel Orange uh, and Blonde. Not really Endless so much. I feel like Endless was kind of, it was different from the other albums. <laughs> um, Definitely. But I think those interludes on the on his later ones are more memorable. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's like you said, you know, I think Nostalgia Ultra, it's still good. I think it has this like raw feeling. He's really young. Um, I feel like his singing range, he isn't, maybe it's not a, like as expanded yet or like he's not going for as much um, mm-hmm. that he does in, in the later stuff. Um, but it's, I mean, it's still, it's still good, right? Like the town is there. Um, and yeah, it has, it has a few different remakes on this album, on this album too. Like, um, like the biggest one is American love story, which is like sort of like his remake of like oh, right. hotel California. Um, well, there's actually, there's actually a big controversy around that too. Um, apparently like, uh, so the, there's this guy from the Eagles, his name was Don Henley, who was like a singer and like a drummer mm-hmm. for them. And he like threatened to sue Frank Ocean because he like used that beat. And I, I think he sued him because like he was like, oh, this is the same exact beat. Like after we've like mixed it and mastered it, it's not just like some, you know, random beat or something. Um, and then I think Frank Ocean was like, hey, like I'm not really making money off it. Like um, this is sort of like me paying homage kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't think anything happened with that, but it was just like, I got, it was just kind of interesting because like, I don't know. I, I think those, those like lawsuits are always like, I feel like I don't really know enough about them to say like, like who's like who's kind of in the right or who's you know not right because like I do see where like the Eagles guy is coming from because um, mm-hmm. you know like it, like it is his song but it's also like you know again he's not Frank Ocean's not making any money 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 off the song and I feel like he's I mean he doesn't come across as the kind of guy just to like just like steal a song and use it just to like make money uh, so I feel like Frank's kind of in the right yeah it's kind of like. I mean, it's just like a genuine like appreciation for that song, and then, and yeah. then yeah, like homage to it, like you mentioned. So I I agree, it's kind of like, come on. <laughs> yeah, and I also I, he also does covers on other songs. Like he he covers um Strawberry Swing, which is the same exact song, but it's by Coldplay. And then he remakes uh, Electric Feel by MGMT. He calls it Nature Feel. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, like I think. You know, it was just kind of like, hey, this is my mix, my first mixtape. Like, these are some songs that I really like, or maybe really inspired me. Um, and you know, I wanted yeah. to, you know, maybe put my own twist on these on the album. Um, right. So you know, is what it is. Um, what, okay, what were your what were your favorite songs from from this? Oh, album? okay. Oh, so then we do songs. Okay. Oh, I, we don't have to, but like, I wrote them down. <laughs> so okay. like, no, no, we no. can, but we don't have to. I'm down. Um, yeah. Okay. So I really like we all try. Um, and I really like Love Crimes. Those are both my favorite mm-hmm. songs. Yes. Yeah, so those are my really top like, two. Also, really like Love Crimes. Um, I like songs for for women. Uh, I really like that one. Mm, yeah, that's and bad. and also Novocaine. Um, Novocaine is I like Novocaine. Classic. A lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Cool. So your number three. So number three was endless um and you know i love a visual album i I feel like that is such an awesome concept so like go that it's it's very like (laughs) up his alley yeah yeah it's totally a frank ocean thing (laughs) yeah so i really i mean i definitely enjoyed it and i think like there are a lot of tracks that um you know i go back to and and like it being a visual album, it's, it's just so immersive, you know, like, I feel like, like, when I first 
heard Lemonade, but not only heard it, but watched it. Like, I feel like I like felt every single emotion that Beyonce went through that through that whole album, just mm-hmm. because it was visual and I could like see it all, yeah. <laughs> you know, and then all obviously like hear it alongside. So um, super immersive and um, amazing. Like it's honestly hard to rank all of these albums because they're all amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so so um, yeah, but this is my third. And then um, yeah, I think, I think like there's some great like, background track our guests i guess um like samfa and james blake do a really great job um so yeah i think i think it was it wasn't like it's not as cohesive as like um i think his later album so it's probably why uh i would put it at this level yeah 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 um well my third was also endless (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i love this yeah i think we're gonna the same exact list um (laughs) But yeah, I I think it was interesting to me. It kind of felt like, um, so okay, so I feel like overall it was kind of really dreamy, and mm-hmm. um, it it kind of felt to me like a more accessible blonde in a way. Like even though blonde is like, I feel like it was more like it was like mm-hmm. the sounds of blonde, but like more like you know a bit more like poppy, more catchy. Um, you know, there's like like the song like the song "Slide on Me," right? That's like one of the favorites I liked on there. That's like I feel like it had like that. Blondes. It was like a mix of blonde and channel orange almost. Is kind of how yeah. I see it. Um, which I think I like. You know, I think it's like, um, you know, it was. I think it was a very, it was a very easy listen for me. Like I put it on once, and I was like, all right, this album's nice. <laughs> and then I can just keep putting it on. Um, versus, I think, um, I think even for, I, it's actually funny. Even for like channel orange and blonde, um, I feel like even though like blonde definitely took a few listens. I feel like even channel orange, I think, took a few listens before I kind of like got it um but i feel like endless i kind of just i put it on it's like all right i think i get the get the feel for it right away um which is not yeah. a bad thing. it's just kind of you know maybe i think that's kind of what he wanted it was very you know it was dreamy but i feel like it was kind of straightforward with with the vibes um definitely and I like that description uh, yeah um so my my favorite songs from these are uh comiste garçons uh, or cdg and mm-hmm. i get it's interesting too i think he he likes his he likes his brands brands Mr. Frank Ocean like he likes like CDG mm-hmm. he has he has Nikes there um you know he's a uh, Chanel too uh <laughs> so he <laughs> likes to play on those brands um yeah so CDG uh Xenon uh Unity uh and Slide mm-hmm. on Me I like those a lot oh my list is really similar <laughs> 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 um yeah I really like. Unity is my favorite, and I really like Alabama. And then Slide on Me, and honestly, Sideways is fantastic too. <laughs> yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. So all honestly, I I like the description that you gave. That's exactly how I feel about this album. So yeah, you know what's funny yeah. too? Because I, I was I was looking at the track list at Wikipedia, and then like some like critic said it, and I was like, wait, that's so true. So then I used it. <laughs> <laughs> I love music critics. Oh <laughs> we need them. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's funny. Every Honestly, every music critic I was looking at was just sucking Frank's dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. I was like, oh my God, and here I am about to on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, let me, let me see what I got to say real quick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man. But yeah, yeah it's funny. 
Um, well, you're number two, which I think I know what it's going to be. Um, yeah, (laughs) the same order. Um, The songs will be more interesting, I think. The songs I'm really curious about, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm excited about. I I think um, songs are like where where friendships are made or like they die, like, yeah, like that that happened in the Ariana Grande one, man. Like, like, Kushal's favorite song was like Tori's least favorite song by Ariana Grande. Oh, really. (laughs) Yeah, it was like the it was like the biggest plot twist I'd ever seen. <laughs> okay, but honestly, I feel like I don't even have a least favorite Frank Ocean song, so I can't I can't argue with any song that you're gonna pick because I'm gonna be like, I wish I picked that one too. <laughs> I wish. Yeah, I could yeah, pick yeah. That, that, that's fair. I mean, I, I, I guess like for the Ari case, it was it was like a song off Sweetener, which like it Sweetener has some weird tracks, so I feel like maybe yeah. those are kind of either you love it or hate it. Right, they're controversial, and then there's yeah, some yeah. Frank Ocean songs that are a little controversial. Like I feel like the ones where, um, yeah, like he gets a little weirder. But um, yeah, okay. So my second favorite album is Channel Orange. Um, you know, obviously the album that I said got me into Frank Ocean, so definitely not a bad album. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, yeah it's not bad it's it's whatever um but yeah it's a really good album i think honestly just every track is a banger so that's really <laughs> hard to do literally just, just even the last track like the, yeah pretend i'm a, like gone <laughs> like my mind is escaped so yeah like i love the scene of or i love like the scenario of him like getting into a taxi yeah yeah, yeah. um and just like had like, it's a nice had, like driving around so <laughs> yeah it is a nice picture <laughs> and i promise i won't describe all this, <laughs> but um so and then my uh, i really love pyramids uh it's a long song um but it's also beautiful and i feel like there's a lot of um just like ups and downs yeah. in the song so it's really it's fun to go through with him and um you know homage to women so yeah and then uh pink matter crack rock uh loss and golden girl those are all my favorite tracks golden girl is on channel orange yeah on the extended yeah oh it's not on spotify yeah dude that that's how you know i'm not a real frank ocean fan (laughs) no it's not on spotify so it throws everyone out i know yeah please put it on spotify (laughs) yeah but it's a good song so i included it nice mm-hmm. um you? well my second was also channel orange um nice. and i think you know I, so I, listen, I listened a few times and i think what i what i wrote down i feel like it's just again like you said super consistent really just solid all throughout um and i, I really like you know i was i was singing it a lot too i'm like why well, did just have a, a track called like star and end right mm-hmm. um and i feel like in star it's like he's here like he's turning on the tv and it's channel mm-hmm. orange right so it's like it's like you're watching like a little show about frank ocean um, and it's like you're watching a show about him and all the topics that are on his mind, you know, and you're like, mm-hmm. as you're, you're like going through the channels and things like that. Um, and I really like the interludes on this album, like we talked about before, you know, I mm-hmm. think this album, the interludes were like a lot better. Um, and they, they had this like nice little pause and he like added some personality, you know, um, like, 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 like the track white was like really cool. It was just like this mm-hmm. one minute thing. And it's funny because like I, I, I always saw John Mayer in the track list, but I'm like, I never heard his voice. Uh, and I'm like, oh, he's on white, like the song where no one is singing at all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I love Frank Ocean so and John Mayer, like their relationship of like not really including each other, but including <laughs> yeah. each other. <laughs> like, yeah. what the heck? Yeah. So mean. Oh, um, but and, and what I also like about uh, Channel Orange is that you can play it both at night and at day. Like, I've enjoyed mm. the same tracks both at night and day, uh, which is really, That's really such nice. A good point. Um, and and I think it's interesting too. It's like the songs can kind of take on a different vibe depending on the time of day for me. And I was and I think a good example for me for or of this for me is Super Rich Kids. Mm-hmm. So in, in the morning I'm like, oh, it's, it's like chill. It's like really really catchy, you know. And it's just like it's like yeah, you're like turning up, but it's like kind of chill. Um, but then at night I feel like the lyrics about kind of like you know his loneliness and like even like the suicide, right? Or not like mm-hmm. the suicide, like kind of the you know suicide attempt and the thoughts like those stand out a lot more to me. Um, and I think, and it's just, it's just really interesting, um, that I feel like the songs can kind of do both for me. Yeah, that is really interesting. No, honestly, I feel like the, like this album is dynamic. Like it's, it's in, and then like you said, like you can listen to it at any time and like, um, you know, kind of like get something different from it. Like, I think that's just so interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like, like, I like this album specifically asking other people like what their favorite tracks from this album i feel like says a lot about them yeah um, yeah, yeah, yeah so so this is a fun one like i think to play in the car and someone's like oh this is my favorite track and i'm like okay i'm judging you for that one but i like it <laughs> so <laughs> yes. i think I feel like there's so many like really different and like it's like it's really consistent right so there's like a lot a lot of good tracks yeah uh, you know on this album so it's it's like, yeah it's like you said it's really interesting what what stands out um yeah, and exactly. uh, what was actually also interesting too, back to Super Rich Kids, is mm. that apparently um, the verse that Earl recorded is he recorded when he was high and he was sick, <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's the verse he got. And I was like, "Damn, Whoa. like, okay, <laughs> it's Subtle, like such an iconic verse. Flex. It's like, yeah, I was, I was just sick and high, but I recorded this insane verse, like, for sure." <laughs> Of course, oh my God. Probably, I know that's probably where the genius came out, though. Like, maybe, I don't know. actually, yeah, <laughs> you're kind of like maybe it's, it's, it's like it. such a unique like feeling. Like, maybe he had to be high and sick in order to get the perfect verse. <laughs> yeah, it really, I mean, it did, it was perfect. Like, what yeah, a flex, man. But, um, yeah, I really mm. I think their voices together are really great. I think, like, yeah, I don't love, I think. Frank and Earl are like number two, and Frank and Tyler are number one for me, like for co- like duo. Yeah, yeah. Oh wait, yeah. and then Tyler and Frank above that, so number one, one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so, yeah, they all. I mean, they're all iconic together, but yeah, it, it's a it's a good feature for sure. Yeah. Um. And I, actually, I have a I have a funny story, kind of about pyramids, where mm. I think when I first so when I first listened to Frank Ocean. I was like, man, honestly, I think Pyramids is an overrated song. I'm like, it doesn't need to be nine minutes. And I was just like, yeah, I'm not really feeling it. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> but then um, our, <laughs> I think it's honestly because of our friend Kushal. Because he, 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 like, he like discovered Pyramids and he was like, this song is amazing. <laughs> and then he just, like, he just like kept talking about it. And I was like, all right, let me just listen to Pyramids again, I guess. And listen to it. And I was like, all right, yo. The song, the song is nice. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and then the more I listened to it, I was like, all right, yeah, the song is really good. Um, because I feel like it's just so like ambitious and it's also so like cryptic, you know? Right. Like I I really I have to like look, I mean, you don't have to, but I had to look at all the lyrics. Uh, because I'm really bad at listening to lyrics, but I had to look at all the I was just looking, I was just looking at the lyrics just to see what they said, you know, and like mm-hmm. try to think about it like that. Um, because it's it's so like, you know, 
not really about him at all versus like mm-hmm. other tracks like have to sort of do with him or you know or related him in some way i feel like pyramids is just a lot more like one of those more out there ones um definitely which is yeah. interesting and and it's like it's like a day in the life i don't know i feel like the compassion that he can feel and like the like you know like being in someone else's shoes is like so mm-hmm. unique again yeah like, so yeah, yeah, yeah you really get that from that song like you said it's not about him it's about like other women and like um you know other stories and like their struggles and it's so interesting i don't know yeah. he's really telling of a freaking interesting story yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 that's a really good track so i'm glad that you were brought to the light me too um <laughs> so I, I i guess i'll just wrap up with like some of my favorite songs uh from this uh i, I like crack rock a lot monks mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. pyramids uh and sierra leone and i i, I like a lot of other tracks too but uh, i didn't want to have my list be too long <laughs> yeah. so i cut a little short can never be too long but I, yeah. I guess it could be <laughs> but okay um, so our number one which i feel like you know no one knows right now it's definitely yeah. a mystery right <laughs> uh yes the infamous blonde <laughs> <laughs> Why I don't know. That's like an old friend that I'm like uh, trying to go get uh, a drink with. Yeah, uh, old blonde. <laughs> uh, man, yeah, but blonde. Um, yeah. So, I mean, what can I say? One of my favorite albums, obviously. Um, so I'm I'm really intrigued to hear what you have to say about this album, Rajol, because okay. I know that um you kind of like rediscovered it recently. Yeah. Um, so how about you go first? So I don't oh, take all your the you switch know. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> all right. Um, so what I okay. So you know when I first listened to Blonde, maybe a while back, like maybe three, four times, I was like, all right, you know, it's nice. Um, mm-hmm. but it really hit. So I was I was listening to a lot for this for just preparing for this podcast, and I honestly, it's really I really feel like it's an album that you have to listen to like at least ten times. Like there's mm-hmm. just like until it like until you really understand and um and really get a feel for it and the i think the way i think kind of the beauty of it is like you know when you when you listen to blonde once you're just like what like what is this like it's just kind of <laughs> like you're just like don't really know like it's like yeah it's kind of quiet here and maybe you kind of you know drift off and like think about something else you know or like you're doing something but right. you know and every listen you kind of pick up more and more and more and more until you get this complete picture of what he's trying to do um and the the way i think i compare and contrast um blonde and channel orange is like channel orange is like channel orange is a great album and i feel like blonde is like a great like it's like an experience <laughs> um it's like yeah. it's 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 so much more like immersive it's way more cohesive um it's not really an album that you can throw on like channel orange like mm-hmm. i feel like channel orange is like you know it's like we said right it's like you can put it and like all sorts of day it has so much like variety and flexibility you know like wherever you are you can throw it on it's good i feel like blonde is the opposite i feel like blonde like it forces you to come to like frank's world rather than frank coming into your world (laughs) um like it's like it's like it's like so powerful uh (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah it's very like you know like it it, it, it's super like once like once you get it and once it clicks for you it like you're in you're in his world you understand like how's he feeling like everything just sort of like meshes together like the production the lyrics the vocals livery everything um, mm-hmm. and it's like, it's, it's, it's almost like it's so grand, but it's like in such a quiet way, 
you know like i think like i always like to think of artists that have like really really you know big grand albums right i feel like like kanye's grand albums like dark twisted fantasy um i mean kendrick's can be debated i think you can maybe say good kid or even like Hab in terms of like his grandness but like you know i feel like frank like frank ocean's his grand album is blonde in a way that's like everything is just so like it fits together so well um and it's like it's it's like so i guess it's so powerful but it's like not like overtly powerful it's like you really have to like you know listen to it a lot and like get a feel for what he's saying uh to understand it um and the and i think that that goes into production too i think the production is like um what i what i wrote down here um it's quiet and it has this balance of like sadness and acceptance it's a it's a really really unique vibe it's like I feel like it's almost like I'm all, like I'm like I'm about to be sad, but I haven't crossed the line. <laughs> like it's yeah. so, um, it's it's really it's really weird. I think I think that like really shows up on Futura Free, mm-hmm. um, and you know, and a lot of songs, you know, there's like a, there's a lot of like space, you know, between stuff and like you know, there's not there's not a lot of like percussion or drums. Like it's really really quiet. There's there's a lot of room for like the instrument to breathe, you know. And I think like you know, it's 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 almost like a it's it's almost like a less is more in a way where it's like you know um like 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 in any big song right sometimes like the beat will go and then it'll cut for a second right and the artist will say like some sick line and then the art then the beat will come back again so like that pause will just make it bigger when it comes back right and i feel like that's the same sort of idea that frank ocean's using just in a in a you know different uh like application like he's just giving a lot of room so like when he does come on right it's like really really like it shines a lot more in that sense um and so i don't know it's just like there's all this little production stuff you know that's like hitting around the album that takes the time to appreciate um and it's just again this is like the most like uniquely frank ocean album to me like i feel like no one else could make that album like i mean even i know like i feel like channel orange is unique you know um but but i feel like it's like this is just like on a whole different level um of uniqueness uh it's like it's like only only he could make an album like this and like no, it hasn't made an album like close in terms of sounding similar to like this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't really think about it that much, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, it's so relieving <laughs> to hear someone else rave about him. <laughs> um, so I'll, I'll, nice. I'll, just, I'll give my favorite songs before I let you talk. Um, well, my favorite songs, I like Nikes a lot, uh, Self Control, Nights, uh, Pretty Sweet, Siegfried uh future speed and for sure free um and recently uh white ferrari where ferrari it, it, it grew on me a lot white ferrari does yeah. that and like what by, by a lot i mean like it, it grew on me like today <laughs> <laughs> as recently perfect yeah 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 like a few hours ago um nice okay Ooh, that was good frick you did what you i did to you, you stole <laughs> my all my lines man sorry <laughs> no <laughs> okay i yeah well i completely agree i think um you summed it up honestly like this is just a really um unique different like sound from anyone in general but even from like frank himself like i feel like um you said it earlier like no one was really expecting this and so i i think that's just so interesting that like he was working on this and in such a unique direction after channel orange and um he just took everybody by surprise like there was no hint that this was coming um so i think that that makes this album just really special too um so that's you know kind of a holds a special place in my heart for that 
Um, but you know, other than that, I mean, it's a really good album. Uh, the skits in this album are so awesome. I, yes, yeah, the like, skits are even better. <laughs> they're even better. That I re- I honestly, "Be Yourself" plays in my head all the freaking time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's um, it's just like on a loop. Um, so um yeah and oh i found out today actually that that song was not uh that was not frank's uh, mom but it was a mother of one of his childhood friends which i thought was even funnier (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, but yeah um so yeah the the skits are really great i really like facebook story a lot too Mm -hmm. um and i i don't know i just I feel like the whole album is like cohesive, like you said. Um, he's exploring like a lot of pain, um, a lot of intense themes, like a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of destruction by like Hurricane Katrina that he's talking about, or mm-hmm. just emotionally by relationships that he's in. And then, yeah. um, you know, like the pressures of like masculinity and um, what fame and religion do to people. And, um, you know, being materialistic or not being ready for relationships. It, it's just a lot that he discusses that I think um, we can all like connect with and, and like each song like hits a different chord. And, and it's like, and it, honestly, like every track is just so different from e- each other. And I, I think that that's just like, I mean, Pyramid or not Pyramid, <laughs> Channel Orange does something similar, but um like you said it's more something that you can like play at any time like it's not um yeah it's it's more of like a blonde is more immersive i would say Mm -hmm. so um yeah i i think this album as a whole is is great i think yeah this is one of the few albums that i really like to listen to like together like i just like as singles they're all great but i feel like something hits differently listening the whole album to like in one sitting um and so that's like kind of how i treat this album like <laughs> a literal treat like therapy yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's um, that's what i do too i feel like it's like um that there's a few albums that i have like that um but mm-hmm. and, and blonde is definitely one of them where like yeah i it's so i mean i i mean i think i did it in the past where like oh i just throw on like you know pink and white or something right but it's like mm-hmm. i but now I just I feel like it's like I have to i have to start at nike's like i can't like i can't just start in the middle like on you know like solo you know, like it would just, it would yeah, just feel exactly. It feels weird. wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think, I think that that just, you know, obviously holds a special place for that. But um, yeah, I think my favorite songs are um, Godspeed is, is one of my favorites. And I think this one's really great. It's like a song about, you know, innocence and, and there's kind of like that, that, peace sadness that you were talking about like an Mm. acceptance of sadness in that song um and kind of like recounting like some times and it's it's really just like peaceful like i don't don't know and and like coming to terms with things and and kind of remembering things lovingly um and like hoping the best for the people in your life like it's very um just cathartic to listen to yeah um so I really like that song and I love uh, self-control. Um, the inner voice comes out and, you know, again, innocence is a huge theme and like love loss and, um, you know, not being ready for relationships, which I think is like a really interesting concept because I feel like that's not usually what we see in like 
when someone describes a pitfall of a relationship, yeah. like not being ready for it, it's more like, oh, this person was stupid or cheated, <laughs> you know, it's, it's like, it's just not ready for that specific relationship. So that's like a, a you know, you know, another unique idea. And then um, nights, like the second half is really beautiful. And I, I think yeah. he does this, he does this in like a lot of other tracks too. But in this album, I feel like he plays with like, um, compare and contrast a lot in in yeah. tracks within themselves so it's really mm-hmm. fun like i feel like um the transitions are really important and and that's like a really great part of this um track so um yeah just like you know the challenges that you face will make you stronger in a relationship and teach you a lot so I really love that song and mm-hmm um yeah okay i'll stop going like why you you make a good point actually that i feel like i sort of maybe realized today where like there's a lot of there's a lot of songs like every every song sort of has like it's not just one you know feel to it there's like a lot of different two there's like a lot of two parts to it right like even Mm -hmm. like nikes i feel like pretty sweet self-control future free like there's a ton of songs that kind of have like nights right uh, that have like you know two different parts to it and i feel like that kind of makes it maybe even feel more grand like what i was saying earlier where like there's like so much going on not just in the album but also in one song um right. and i mean maybe yeah, that's why it might be also difficult to like you know get into blonde a little bit more than uh you know channel orange because I, I, I feel like i think when i first was hearing it it'll be like oh okay like i like part of this song right but maybe i don't mm-hmm. like this first part or maybe like the second the first part but not the second part of his other song um right. So, but I think, you know, once you, once you get an idea and you, you kind of get the understanding of both parts, then it becomes a lot better. Yeah. And like the, the purpose of like why both parts are, you know, alongside each other is really like exactly once, yeah. Once that, like, once you get that and, and I mean, once you, I mean, sometimes though you will like, like one, uh, everyone naturally yeah, yeah, everyone one like one more than the other better. Um, but like, you know, I think, I think it's always nice because like, I like when I like one half of the song better or like later because I'm like, oh, I'm looking forward to this part of the song. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, the yeah. Anticipation builds. So like, I mean, even then I'm still like a fan of those like two parts. And I know that I, I really liked like the songs on Igor that did that, like Gone mm-hmm. Gone, Thank You. Like I really liked uh, their transition and like the two songs together, even though mm-hmm. a lot of people were like, I wish that these were separated. Yeah, so there's a reason for it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know for like all of Tyler track tens, I think, or like two part songs or something, and like oh, all his albums. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah that that's like sense. a oh, yeah. yeah. So I guess I, I keep probably wanted to. It's a quirk. Keep, yeah, keep keep, keep a little, it consistent. Little, yeah, keep it consistent. Um, <laughs> I like that. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> that is cool. <laughs> okay, wait. Okay, so my other songs. Oh my gosh. Okay, so did I already say pink and white? No, pink and no. white. Pink and White, Solo, Ivy, and Pretty Sweet um, are also, like, amazing songs on Blonde. But honestly, like, every song that you said, again, I wish I would have said. It's just a really solid album. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I'm glad that you, like, I I think it is definitely an album that you need to listen to more than, like, ten times. So I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah you. It, it's not gonna like. And I think I kind of like that. There's like the album is not really just gonna give it to you. Like you have to like earn your appreciation for it. You know, like you have mm-hmm. to really understand it. Um, which is like I think that's why maybe people it might be a bit more like polarizing because like 
I feel like Channel Orange is like, you know, you put it on once or twice. It's like, all right, like, I like it. You know, you don't have to really ponder that much whether you like it or not. Um, but I, I do like those albums. Like, you put it on maybe two, three, four times. You're like, you know, I might like it, but it's also kind of weird. Like, maybe I'll listen to it again. It's like, you're just kind of like curious about it. You know, I think, I yeah. think those albums, like, when you kind of get the, when you get the idea of what's going on, then you're like, okay, like, this is really something cool. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think like, I think that's why this one struck a chord with so many people. And, and I mean, we probably should have like made this like equal representation here and got like a channel orange. fan. <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely am a huge channel orange fan. Like, it's yeah, yeah. The, I feel like, like everything we said about, uh, you know, blonde isn't to diminish channel orange. It's like, definitely. This is all super relative, you know, like yes. to me, I, it's almost like they're both, I mean, they're like they're both really close. It's just almost like they have a different. They kind of just serve a different purpose in a way. Yeah, I I love that description because I I feel like you know like I, I have favorite tracks from each album that are really different from each other. Yeah. Um, and like you know when I want something like of that nature, I'll go to a different album for it specifically. So they you know, they serve different purposes, and I I think they just show like really like two different sides of Frank. And I, I think like just having that in your discography, like so close to each other, it's just like, it shows so much about like your artistry and, and your expression. And mm-hmm. I, like, you know, like it didn't get more shallow, like it got more deep in my opinion. Yeah. So yeah. it's just like, you know, not a lot of artists can do that and like no hit at logic, but he definitely couldn't do that. So. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> True. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, uh, yeah. So definitely um, a huge fan of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, actually, I was so let's. I, I want to ask you this before we get into our tracks. Um, but what's your hottest take uh, in like the Frank Ocean sphere? Like, what's like what's the what's like the one hot take you have about him? About uh, fuck about Frank Ocean. Yeah. Hmm. hmm this is this is hard. Um, okay. Uh, what did he show up to? Was it the Met Gala? I think it was the Met Gala. Yeah. Uh, what he came in is like he looked like a security guard, and <laughs> I was really mad. <laughs> I was like, bro, honestly, Frank, you're like a beautiful man. You could have dressed in anything, like anything Gucci, anything great, you know, like. Yeah. But straight up, like, looked like one of the security guards at the Met Gala, and I was pretty disappointed in it because I think that was kind of like a disappointing year for like. Um, men's like performances that year mm-hmm. especially with like mm-hmm. clothing so like maybe it was just a bigger hit because like no one was showing up you know yeah um so yeah i, I don't know if that's a hot take but that's like the only time i can <laughs> remember ever yeah. being disappointed my, in my, him. my take's about to be pretty piping then <laughs> oh shit <laughs> um okay. so Go my take it. is that uh i'm not a big fan of pink matter oh really i like i so i think it's good I don't know, I, I, but I think like I and also he says Cotton Candy Majin Buu, like that's sick. Uh, he's yeah, Frank Ocean singing about Dragon Ball Z, like okay, that's sick. Um, <laughs> I you know I think the Andre verse he has some great lines, but I don't know, I just feel like it doesn't like it doesn't really uh, doesn't really hit me that much. Are you're a big Andre fan, right? Um, I feel like I I don't really I, I haven't gone through too much Outcast honestly. I I've like gone through them like once a while back. Um. But I'm kind of, yeah, I'm kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm like, if I see an Andre 3000 feature, I'm not like going to go crazy. Oh, okay. 
Huh. Wow. I've never heard that take, but it's an interesting take. I Yeah, you know, I feel like I everyone I've talked to, they're that. like, even, even, <laughs> even, even people who are like, you know, blonde fanatics, they will acknowledge Pink Matter. Like, I feel like yeah. that's, that's the level that Pink Matter is on. Exactly. Um, That's why I'm like, wow, you really yeah. don't fuck with it. <laughs> yeah, it's, no. it's like it's fine. Like, I like. I mean, if if it comes in the album, like, I'm not gonna skip it. But I don't really like go. Why well, actually? Maybe maybe sometimes I do skip it. I think wow. I do skip it sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. It's, I think. No, I, I mean, think, it's, it's still a good song. <laughs> I think that one's. It's more of like a. I mean, it's feature strong. You know. Um. I. I. I think Majin Buu is like just a sick ass phrase to hear so um <laughs> i yeah but i mean there's not much i think that song is more about like like you know the vibes than anything <laughs> like he's not yeah, really yeah yeah yeah, yeah, phenomenal. yeah yeah so if if that's kind of like why you're not feeling it i mean that makes sense but it is a vibe i, I definitely like sensei you know is in mm-hmm. it <laughs> so um yeah go sensei but yeah i mean I, you know, wow, damn, maybe I need to come up with a hotter take. <laughs> All I complained about was his security guard. Yeah, shit. I know. You said that. I was like, man, dude, my take is going to be like a lot hotter. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man. But it's okay. I know. I, I kind of, I'm sure I should have told you that before. I just like kind of thought about that, like, as you were, as we were talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, um, what, what am I trying to, oh, thinking about you is like an annoying song to me at this stage. So yeah, I'm not a that... fan of thinking about you. Yeah. I'm not, I'm I mean, real. like I, you know, it, yeah. I respect what it did for him at the time and for his career. Yeah. Still, uh, but you know, I'm like, eh, eh. I, I, never, honestly, like yeah. with, I also, I'm not a big fan of fertilizer. Oh, I like fertilizer. Yeah. Damn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't yeah. want to go there now. <laughs> But I love yeah, I love Sierra Leone, so it's okay. Fertilizer somehow reminds me of the feeling that I get from pothole, which I swear it's not because they're like oh. obviously like <laughs> ground related, but yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> um, they both like just like give me the same feeling. So I, I like bo- both of those tracks a oh. lot, definitely. Um, that's pretty. That's pretty interesting, actually. Yeah, somehow they give me the same feeling, but um, yeah, if I could, I, I honestly skip. Uh, thinking about you every time it comes on yeah like, I, I don't think i've heard it for like four years so <laughs> <laughs> which maybe okay maybe i can go back to it but we'll see yeah, yeah. no yeah. it's like I, it, I think when i listened to the album a few times like it was fine but i wasn't like eh, i was kind of like i was kind of mad on it you know yeah yeah no it's a good it. song i just yeah i mean you know it can things can get ruined pretty quickly yeah so, that's super yeah. true um yeah but yeah so i guess we'll start let's start with these top 10 songs um and before we start the top 10 let's do some honorable mentions um, oh we'll do that before I, yeah we should do that before <laughs> okay um but I, I'll, I'll go first so my my honorable mentions i have uh a few um and also i think you know this list is subject to change uh <laughs> it might <laughs> um you know it might move around within the top 10 um i think you know I think the ones in the top 10 will probably stay in the top 10, at least like the, probably the first seven, seven or eight will probably stay in the top 10. Um, well, my, yeah, my honorable mentions are uh, Novocaine, uh, Love Crimes, Chanel, Biking, DHL, Xenon, uh, Comédie Garçons, and Slide On Me. Nice. Okay. Okay, wait. So I go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, now I go. Um, wait, is it in order? No, no, not in order. Yeah, it does. Oh, that's God. way too okay. hard. Yeah. Okay. I was so like, hard. goodness gracious, I can't do that if it is. 
Um, okay, so I'm going to say, um, okay, let's see. God's, oh wait, honorable mention, sorry, fuck. Okay, we all try, love crimes, uh, pretty sweet, golden girl, DHL, um, biking, if, if that counts. Yeah, biking um, there. Biking, and then uh, the one that I want to, uh, Unity, sorry. Okay, Unity. Mm. Yeah. Those are my honorable mentions. Nice. Okay. Um, so number 10, you want to go first? Oh, um, yeah. So, okay. So Lost. Ooh. My number 10. Lost. Lost. Um, nice. Um, well, my number 10 was Pretty Sweet. Pretty uh, Sweet. Okay. Which was, I think I just, I mean, I, I like the, obviously I like the song. It's my top 10. Uh, I think the second part I like a lot. Um, that was a big big standout for me so yeah mm-hmm. yeah the like the cd version and like even the online version i think they're both like just fun right and like bold and and everything so yeah 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 good track i respect it sick <laughs> oh number nine okay number nine um somehow i'm not getting the hang of these things but okay <laughs> <laughs> um so solo which is Ooh. uh you know, lonely and yeah, and talking about some self love in there. So yeah. I definitely mess with that song quite a bit. <laughs> Sorry, I was like watching uh, the In Betweeners before this podcast, and I didn't realize how British that show is. And I feel like every time I watch like a British show or anything, like I start doing these dumb accents. So I, 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 I feel apologize. Like that was like a country accent though. Yeah, it's not British. It'll just be terrible accents that I don't know where they're from. Like that's good. Just... You should you should you should do more of these. No, yeah, it's what the viewers want. No, they don't. They're gonna fire me. Only the only Craig can fire you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Our yeah, actually, our you know our um you know our our lone um podcast supporter. If you want to see Sophia do some accents, um you know we we just reach out to us and uh, let us know. Or if you want me fired, I also understand. You might not have that power, but I'll I'll take your you know I'll take your, your criticisms. Yeah, <laughs> consider your input. Um, uh, my number nine is also from Blonde, and mm-hmm. it's self control. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't really have a reason why. I think it was just you know I liked it more than my number ten and less than my number eight. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of the main reason. <laughs> I think like like self control pretty sweet are pretty close to me. Um, <laughs> my probably gonna yeah. change it today. Yeah. Okay. I feel that. I actually have a as um pretty sweet. So. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's Ooh. pretty pretty sweet that we uh, both had it in our list. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm curious to see how much um how much overlap. overlap. Yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah. Because our albums were exactly the same. Uh, <laughs> um so my number eight was knights um okay i think actually before i was really into frank ocean knights was would probably be my top five but i think now that i've experienced you know the religion that is frank ocean uh <laughs> knights is still really good um but there's some other songs i like better but that that beat drop at night is so sick it's yeah so sick. Oh, it's so sick it's, it's so good steep. to me yeah. it's so steep yeah <laughs> Um, oh, and it, it's kind of cool I, was, I forgot to talk about this when i was talking about blonde but i feel like the big songs like pink and white or night 
you know, it's it's almost like a bit of like I was I was feeling as like I'm listening to the album and those are almost like I'm coming up for air and they're like really really clear and then I go back mm-hmm. down it's like kind of more like dreamy and murky. murky. Ooh, yeah, that's like I the like vibe that. I get. Like like when nice yeah. come on, it's it's just like su- I don't know, it's just like super clear, you know, and like the, yeah. the production's like hella clean. So definitely, damn, that's a good description. Sick. um yeah yeah so okay so this is so hard when it starts to get to like yeah yeah this is where Um, i started to worry too (laughs) yeah yeah it started to stress (laughs) but um yeah okay so i picked crack rock Uh, yeah yeah. really like that song definitely a vibe (laughs) what about my number seven was you don't have to say anything um yeah um Number 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 seven was Nike's. Um, mm. It's funny I didn't really like that song at first, but then it really really grew on me, especially the high pitch voice. Um, yeah, yeah, and also the second part is sick. So it is sick. I really like the pitch voice too. I I can't believe I don't know. I just can't believe that's even controversial. <laughs> I, I I could kind of see at first because just like oh it's like oh it's just Frank Ocean doing like a high pitch voice, but it's like I don't know. It's it 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 really grew on me. It really grew on me. So it's so like t- like the talented to even be able to do that, but yeah, it does grow. Yeah. <laughs> I admit that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Number seven, right? Uh, six. Oh shit. Okay. Uh, pyramids is Ooh. my number six, and yeah, I mean it's a long song. I think like um I enjoy every part of it. I am honestly not a person who hates long songs. I think that they're nice oh, yeah. because I always want more of a good song. So this is perfect for me. It's like I'm satisfied uh when it's over, which never happens. Um mm-hmm. so yeah, it's a, a really good track and I just really like the the parallelism between the different stories that he's talking about. Yeah. Um, he just really paints scenes like so well. Like, just this song is definitely immersive. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I actually we probably should have talked about that more. We probably do a whole episode, a whole podcast episode on just pyramids. I, uh, I think so. I have so yeah. much to say. Yeah, yeah. So my number six is uh, Sierra Leone. Um, Ooh, okay. Which, uh, dude, I dude, at first I was like, oh, it's nice, but then like just him saying like. Sierra Leone is just so catchy. It's just like it's such a like honestly like Sierra for me like Channel Orange starts at Sierra Leone. I guess it's like start it's like start and then Sierra Leone. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> to, to clarify, sorry. Like we're still turning on the TV. But, oh, like, good. <laughs> Thank um, God. Sorry. Yeah, you're about I'm to be like, yeah, yeah. Your list is invalid now. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like, get out of here. It's yeah. It, it, I think it's you know it's it's a shorter song, but it's just super. I don't know this his singing. I just love his singing on that. It's just so great. Yeah, I really, I really like that one too. That's a good one. Um, okay, Sierra Leone, and then shit. What All right, so top ones? five. Oh shit. Okay, it's where it gets. It's where it gets intense. This is where it gets crazy. Um, <laughs> my number five is Monks. Mm. Um, and Monks was one of those songs that I kind of forgot about and then when i released into channel orange i was like whoa like this song is really good um and it was Mm -hmm. became one of my favorites uh off of channel orange um i think just the just the the beat on that is just really it's like knocking it's like a fun beat so yeah yeah okay i messed with that um (laughs) 
Okay, so from number four, mine is Knights. And I know, I love how earlier you were like, I think like I liked Knights initially, but then <laughs> I was like, oh. And then you're like, ah. Uh. <laughs> My list is about to be a little awkward. <laughs> no, but I think this one is just really like, um, you see like that duality and again and like I don't know I, I feel like the the change in um in B is like is really um I mean it's like the the middle of the album and I feel like it kind of like sets the tone for the rest of the album yeah um so it's like a really impactful song and um it definitely talks about like challenges and that he's gone through so I feel like um just you know some of those rough nights like this one can hit deep um but mm. yeah it was it, it's good it's a good track <laughs> it's, a, it's a good track it's just my top four yeah you know, yeah, we, like yeah. Ocean whatever top. casually yeah <laughs> so you're number three number three okay um bad religion um, Ooh, I knew it was gonna be up there for you. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I mean, I'm just a sim for this song, but um, yeah, I think that this one, I really just like, like, I mean, he does this a lot, but he like kind of like loops us into that, um, that self reflection and that like mm-hmm. curiosity that he has about like these just concepts that we have in the world, and and I feel like I like that he's just not accepting of like certain things he's like this isn't good enough for me and like i will you know like challenge them um so i really like that song for this and then um of course we talk about a little bit of unrequited love so like Mm -hmm. that i think when i was like a young a young woman (laughs) (laughs) this song was there for me (laughs) so um there's some like definitely nostalgia to to this song for me Mm Yeah, what's your number three? So my number three is also from Channel Orange, and it's Crack Rock. Uh, That was, I think that was my favorite song when I first listened to Challenge Orange, and it's still my favorite song now. Um, So number two. Number two. Um, Okay, so self-control. It's funny because I feel like I really revealed my list earlier. but um, No, I I actually did not guess self-control would be number two. I was oh, like, oh, it's yeah. probably like an audible mentions or something. So damn. No, I yeah, I really love self control. Um, that is a song that I don't know. I really just like at any moment can put it on and I can just thoroughly like my mood switches. Like I'm like, okay, I'm ready to enjoy Frank Ocean. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I feel like this is just a really like. Um, like it's a, a song about like you know sadness and mm-hmm. um, you know I think it's interesting to like think about him like slowly seeing like yeah his relationship like fall apart um, and like you know brings in again the inner voice and and I mean like it's just hard to go through that with him so I, I think that this is a really good um you know how they're just like growing apart which is like natural yeah. Um, yeah. but it makes you just so sad it's hard to accept but yeah um, yeah so this is a really good song and i feel like um it yeah connects with you but yeah what about you your number two uh so my number two is future are free mm, okay uh, i think track. that's yeah i think it's just such a it's such a great like closing track um and i think yeah, just the, I mean, it, it's a two part, you know, again, his uh, 
it's like I feel like it's like another epic like nine minute magnum opus in a way. I, but I feel like it's different from like pyramids where it's like you no know, again pyramids is like for most of the track it's just there's like a whole track. But you no, know, sure Freeze has that you know just the the talking at the end. Um, and I feel like it's like I always kind of see it as like a credits moment in a way where it's mm-hmm. like the last like four or five minutes is like you know I'm just just listening to it. Maybe I'm doing something else, but you didn't. You're just sort of thinking. Um, and I feel like just the the dialogues between the I think I think it's Frank interviewing his brother, um, mm. from, from what I looked up. Um, but just all of that going on, it's just like I don't know. I, I always kind of wonder, like you know, wh- like why did he like end the whole album with you know doing those skits like that, right? Like why, like why did he put yeah. them in? Especially because you know, like we know he's being really meticulous with this. Like he, you know, everything he did it for a reason. Um, he kind of didn't really throw anything in, just throw it in there. Um, so I, I was, I don't, I always just kind of think, I'm like, why, like. Why is he doing this? I'm like, I just really, I honestly, I still don't really know. Um, like, maybe it just was like some the way he wanted to end it, you know, for lack of a better explanation. Um, yeah. So yeah, I guess the reason I like this track is because I have no idea why. Is <laughs> 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 my short answer. Although, I mean, okay, it's really, really good. That's my. <laughs> yeah, answer. it's really, really good. <laughs> just said there for like three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> No, I love that intro to that. <laughs> Wait, also I thought of a question. Um mm-hmm. how do you feel about solo reprise? Do you like that track? I do like that track. Um Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah, I, I, that's I, another side of Andre, right? Yeah. But you I, liked I, it. Yeah, I was I think like I didn't it wasn't like my favorites. It was I think it was it was a nice little like I guess it's so short it's almost Refresher. like Yeah, it's almost yeah. like an interlude in a way, but it's like it's yeah. just a nice little like quick Andre sick first interlude. Um, yeah. you know, and it's a, it's a little bit of like a, I think it gives a little bit of, you know, like a, it's like a little bit of a different voice than what you hear throughout the whole album. So it kind of like breaks yeah. it up a little bit, which is nice. Um, so yeah, I thought, I think it's like, I don't think I'll listen to it outside the album, but I really like it in the album. Yeah. Like I, like okay. I feel like it, no, like it fits the sure. album very well. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I agree with that. I like that track, but yeah, within the album, it's too short. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so my number one, okay, these, again, weren't in order and, you know, honestly didn't mention like all the ones, but um, I think, yeah, this last one will be uh, Siegfried. Did did Craig leave again? Oh, no, he's there. (laughs) 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 Um, Okay, yeah, Siegfried. Um, because I feel like it's just a beautiful song. And again, reflection is, is pretty, uh, prominent in this song. Um, and kind of just like, I don't know. I just feel like he's having like an existential crisis in it. And I really messed, like, I fuck with that. It's, (laughs) (laughs) it's, it's fun. Like I'm not fun, but like, you know, we're all there and it's kind of nice to be in, in his shoes for that. Um, and I don't know, I feel like it's just a really, you know, a heartbreaking song. So I, I think it's it's really like you can hear the emotion in his voice. So um, definitely one of my favorite tracks. And um, yeah, it's about his own like kind of just like course of life and like, you know, mm-hmm. changes he's gone through. So I, I thought it was a beautiful song. What about you? Your last one. Dude, this is so crazy. <laughs> oh my god, is it also Siegfried? It's also Siegfried. <laughs> but okay, no. but I, I, I we didn't I plan told, this. I, I thought I told you. I thought I told you it was like when I was listening to Frank Ocean. I'm like, yeah, I think Siegfried might be my favorite song. And then you're like, oh yeah, it's really really good. And then you're like, I'm, I'll listen to the 
whole thing again. So I think that I was like, maybe that's why she said Siegfried. Like maybe she listened to it and then she's like, oh yeah, it's really good. But then you didn't realize that. So I'm like, wait. Wait, yeah. I know. I didn't even realize that you said <laughs> we did have a pre-conversation pre this podcast. <laughs> I didn't know that was your all-time favorite. Wow. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my god, it feels like we, I set this up now. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. That's why I was like, oh, like I'm like maybe like like did I just like bias Sophia? Like, maybe by saying that. But I'm also like, but 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 like you didn't like you know you weren't thinking about the conversation until like I mentioned it. So no, yeah, that's so crazy. Whoa. Okay, um, but this list again was out of order. <laughs> I will emphasize. Okay. I feel like. My favorite is definitely, um, I mean, like, like all-time favorite. It's pretty hard, but I probably like Knights, honestly. Oh. Yeah. Sick. Well, then, so much for our, you know, it's okay. (laughs) I'm sorry. I guess you don't have the same number one song. I unseated you. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, Siegfried is is cool. I feel like... I feel like this was just us talking in like a mirror to each other. Like we had yeah. the same album I guess, order. I guess we'll be in <laughs> I can tell an interesting story about Siegfried where like I, it was actually when I first listened. So when I first listened to Blonde, the three songs I liked was Pink and White, Knights and Siegfried, except I would never go back to Siegfried, but I had it in my life songs. Like it was just there. And so like when I was listening to the album, I had seen it. It's like, oh yeah, it's in my life songs. And I listened to it again. And I was like, and this is when I, was going through it for the podcast and then i was like whoa like this is just i don't know it just i feel like it, i feel like it's, it's like blonde like, like blonde is on one level and then mm-hmm. siegfried just goes down to like a whole different like basement it's mm-hmm. like it's just like a it's like the blonde of blondes it's like the most blonde <laughs> like i don't <laughs> i don't know how to it's on a whole it. nother level yeah it's no. like it's like bleach like that's yeah. how <laughs> it's like bleach yeah that's so true that's so real <laughs> yeah I, I honestly like my only thing i say is just like just listen to the song you know in the context of the album obviously mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. song um and see how it makes you feel and that's about I it i would like to ask all our viewers to do that right now after this podcast yes <laughs> um nice. well that's that's pretty much it i mean you know we've been going on for a little while um but I guess, I guess, you know, to wrap it up, you know, if someone, you know, again, let's say they were in like a 50 year coma, right? And they woke up and they're like, yo, I heard about this Frank Ocean guy, you know, how should I check them out? <laughs> um, so like, what would you recommend they listen to if they've never heard any Frank Ocean? Like what to listen to first? Yeah. Like, well, like there should be like, oh, Frank Ocean has like, you know, four different albums. Like, what should I check out? Right. Okay. Huh. The order of that. Mm, I would say start with Channel Orange. I feel like Channel Orange is really like, I mean, just an all around like good album. It's a classic album. I don't, I can't imagine someone would dislike it the first time mm. they heard it. Um. So I, again, I feel like it's that good, like kind of like step in the water um, album. Yeah. Um. So I would, I would recommend Channel Orange. And I feel like his whole, like his two albums before that, like I definitely appreciated more after appreciating Channel Orange more. I don't know. It, it feels like mm. I got like, you know, um, it, like it, because it feels like it led up to Channel Orange, I have a deep appreciation for it. Gosh. Um, so yeah, so I feel like Channel Orange I'd, I'd probably recommend first, and then and then um, 
maybe his older albums and then Blonde. I think I would think like uh, Endless before Blonde would be good. I don't know. I feel like the visual album like kind of lets you peek into like his thought process and how he creates and um, just like, oh, I don't know. I feel like it'll give you more context to Blonde. So yeah. I'd probably say like Endless um, and uh, yeah. And then do blonde. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah. What about you? How would you explain this to someone in a coma? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think I'd say sort of a similar thing. Um, I think start, I feel like I'd say start with channel orange and endless and you can kind of mm-hmm. go back and forth between them. And I don't think the audio, the visual experience is like as necessary, um, mm-hmm. but like you, you still can obviously. Um, but I, I, I wouldn't say it's like, a hundred percent a requirement. I feel like it's more if you were really curious, then you can see it. Um, and I think I think both of those for me, it's like when you put them on the first time, it's like they're really, really easily they're more accessible. Um, they're just easy to get into and really, really like. Uh, and I think Endless Two is it's kind of a good transition for Blonde. Um, and I think Channel Orange kind of it kind of like sets the groundwork. You know, it's like all right, this is what he can do, sort of. And then I feel like once you get all of that, then you can kind of go to Blonde. On and get a feel for that, and I, and I think you know for blonde, I'll just say honestly, just like you know, put it on loop and just like go through, go about your day and listen to it like ten times and do that, you know, for <laughs> yeah. like two or three days. Um, like You'll just like us. Yeah, just like just like <laughs> sit in blonde for like a while, um, until it kind <laughs> of like soak. You. Yeah, yeah, like let it soak, you know, like let it like <laughs> marinate, like a, like you're like a crock pot. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and I, I think you know, I feel like. For me, Nostalgia Ultra is like, I wouldn't, um, you know, I feel like you can kind of go back to that whenever you want to. Um, I don't think, I, f- I feel like, I like, I think Channel Orange is a much more fleshed out version of that. So I think if you're really into Frank Ocean and you want to see, you know, him when he's kind of more really raw, a little more unpolished, um, then you can check him out. But I don't think I would really make that a priority for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. Cool. Um well, I think with that, since we are, this is going to be a long podcast. <laughs> I know. Such a, uh, such a deep dive for yeah. man Frank, but I mean, he deserves it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he deserves He totally deserves it. I mean, this could probably go on even longer. But yeah, like, we'll, yeah I honestly we'll, have um, more to say, but this is fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we hope you enjoyed the podcast. Um, if you got this far, congratulations. I think 99% of people don't get this far. <laughs> I think 99% of people don't get past like the first minute. So, you know, if you made past the first <laughs> minute, congratulations. You um, made it. And I hope you enjoyed this extra long episode since, you know, I, I actually, I probably should say this in the beginning of the podcast, um, but I, I didn't have an episode last week because I was like, you know, I don't have enough time to listen to Frank Ocean and I really want to listen to him to make sure like I know exactly how, uh, you know, how I feel before I talk about him. Um, so what to the extra week off. So we hope you enjoyed uh, the extra long episode. Um, any, yeah. any last words, Sophia? Well, you know, thanks for your expertise, Rajul. I think that extra week, like, you know, just set us over the edge. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <another> 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Added another... It's already so long. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for having me, you know um this was obviously my favorite topic so yeah 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 yeah. i was like i was like bringing people who obviously know a bunch about frank ocean and also really like frank ocean because i would not get someone who doesn't like frank ocean 
to oh, talk about Frank Ocean. That would be so hard. I couldn't even. No. That'd be like that'd be the most awkward episode like ever. They're like, oh, what do you just... like? Yeah, you know, it's like these okay, I guess, but you know, maybe thinking I would about just keep you insulting and them. <laughs> like, about you and then, like you know, pink and white, and maybe those are only two songs for me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and that'd be it. That'd be the, that'd be the whole. Yeah, <laughs> that would be awful. <laughs> I would start fighting through the video. <laughs> yeah, I thought you'd come on and then you'd attack them, and then maybe we'd have a really entertaining podcast. True. Yeah. <laughs> Fizz fight. <laughs> yeah. All right. No. <laughs> um. Well, yeah. Well. Goodbye. <laughs>